Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello everyone and welcome to our show. Today we discuss about IE or artificial intelligence, how you can uh, set up uh, for your projects uh, because today I think it's a must have and I'm excited to discuss this topic with Dr. Jamala Emimer. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Thanks for the invitation. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting topic for me, you know, because um, I use a lot of different techniques, but uh, yeah, I think uh, most of them are uh, standard you know nothing special but i try to personalize experience as maximum as possible and but uh, uh, i wanna um, confess i uh, i don't use a lot of ie you know i just use tools that use ie but uh, can you tell uh, why you decided to take this topic uh, and uh, can uh, small projects uh, set up ie to yeah to their preferences yeah thank you um, so my journey with AI goes uh, around uh, 20 years ago where I've done my PhD in AI. And so because I loved, uh, I loved a lot of uh, mathematics and, uh, you know, tech. So that was, uh, you know, uh, a good journey for me to start. But nowadays, everyone is using AI, whether they know it or not. You know, if you have a smartphone, if you have used Alexa, if you have used, uh, you know, if you have talked to Google, okay, then that's, uh, uh, you know, a shape or a way or a form of, uh, of AI. Uh, nowadays, uh, big companies can use AI, but also small companies can also use AI. Mm -hmm. There are different ways to use AI. Some of them are easier. Some of them are complex, depending on how you would like to use AI and to what purpose you would like to use it for. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i remember when uh someone asked bill gates uh what to learn today for uh the next generations uh, and he replied uh ai yeah it's a good topic to start learning uh, if you don't know uh what to learn and yeah why not you you can do it with ai can you tell uh from your experience uh how small projects that uh, have no extended resources to uh set up AI uh, and use them, they need to take from uh, some resources or they can use uh, for their projects, I don't know, <laughs> to take, uh, yeah, uh, reply to this question. <laughs> yeah, so there are different ways on how you can use AI and resource for it. So if you are a big company, you will have your own internal teams and, you know, data scientists and AI researchers to do, uh, uh, you know, the work for you. But if you are a smaller company, there are still opportunities to apply AI. Nowadays, there are like so many AI startups offering different tools. Some of them, even you can find them free in the open source. Some of them are commercially, you know, available, maybe for kind of a, a moderate fee. You can, you know, access these tools and start, uh, you know, using them. So if you have used a recommendation engine, that recommendation engine is probably being built using, you know, some uh, AI tools. 
Yeah. How to find them? And can you tell uh, which tools do you use? Uh, uh, yeah, for example, if I want to find something, I usually use Google or YouTube, you know, to search there. Uh, can you tell, yeah, your loving tools uh, for small projects? Uh, so that it really depends on the the the, the topic, but uh, you know, uh, googling it is really good idea. So I, so I, see, mm -hmm. I recommend to people first Google the topic you know you would like to apply AI for. There, uh, I mentioned open sources. So there is um, a site called uh, GitHub where all kind of the big and the small startups, you know, uh, everyone using AI, most of the time they put the model for free, you know, in the open source. So if you can go to GitHub, uh, you know, site, you will find a lot of uh, the, those tools. Mm -hmm. Got it. You know, I, I can't uh, uh, avoid this question. Uh, what do you think about the future of AI? Uh, will we have uh, the plot uh, as Terminator <laughs> or <laughs> Matrix or something similar, <laughs> your point about that? <laughs> so um, there are three, three types of AI. So uh, the current AI we have as of today is what we call narrow AI. Narrow in the sense that it can only work for a very specific environment, a very specific problem. So maybe a chatbot that talks about a financing product, for, for example, or a recommendation engine for your next movie to watch. But then if you take those applications out of that environment and you try to apply them elsewhere, it doesn't work. Then the second step of uh, AI that uh, all researchers are hoping for is what we call uh, general artificial intelligence. So this is the kind of AI that can more or less do everything. It can mimic kind of the human intelligence. And we are very, very, very far away from it. They're like just like small research lab, you know, uh, being undertaken, but nothing kind of that is really working. Mm -hmm. And then the, the third type, which is, uh, you know, what I call the science fiction type of AI. So the kind of movies where we, you know, we see AI and robots taken over and, you know, uh, us human becoming slaves to them. This is pure science fiction. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it. the reality is between the narrow AI we have right now and all the good research that is being undertaken by a lot of companies to try to attain general intelligence. But we, we are very, very, very far from it. We are, you know, talking about decades uh, away. The current AI we have could be maybe, you know, if we compare them to the human intelligence, it's not more intelligent than a third year toddler. This is how uh, intelligent the current AI we have. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, let's talk what uh, modern AI can do today and what they can't and probably uh, will do mm -hmm. in the future. Uh, for example, um, when I check out some studies about AI, I can find that uh, they usually provide some data about personalization uh, because it concerns marketing. Yeah, we, we need to this data because yeah. uh, today customers are impatient. They want to get a personalized experience. They don't want to waste their time with uh, something irrelevant. And yeah, AI can help with that yeah, to customize your content. Can you tell what AI can do today? Uh, because I know it can uh, help with uh, customizing data, getting this data. But what about creating content? Can AI do it today or not? Uh, 
So that's a good question. So there are a lot of things that AI can do right now. So one of them you mentioned, which is AI in marketing. So you can uh, use AI to uh, target your uh, campaigns and you know personalize you know the the sales and the you know the marketing uh, uh, tools for uh, for your customers. But it is also being used to predict things. So for example, uh, banks and financial institution use AI to predict fraud. So for example, me as Jamila, if you know, I have my bank card and I go to the, you know, go to shopping, and then at the end I go to the, you know, you know tap my card to pay, you know, for my purchases, there is an AI algorithm that my bank uses that will decide before I tap in the card whether my transaction is whether like me, Jamila, you know, I'm a fraudulent person or not. And for that, they will be using a lot of data. So they will be looking at my profile. They know my uh, spending habit. They know my, you know, my uh, my job, my purchasing power. They also will compare me to other groups of people that may have similar profiles to me. They will also look at the location of the shop I'm shopping. Is it the shop that maybe a fraud has happened in the past or maybe things, you know, happen a, a lot in that? So they will use all that data to predict whether I'm about to make a fraudulent transaction or, or, or not. And based on that analysis, they will either decline or approve my transaction. Mm -hmm. uh, they're also using it to predict other type of risks. So for example, uh, um, there is the theme that is called AI for good which is basically using AI for good social uh, you know, performances. So AI is being used, for example, to predict uh, earthquakes, to predict uh, deforestation, uh, to predict maybe when, when is kind of the, the next incident is going to happen. So there is a lot of prediction ha happening within, uh, within AI. This is something that AI is very powerful at, predicting things. Okay, got it. Okay, uh, you know, uh, you mentioned uh, that AI can analyze my previous experience, yes, uh, yeah. and uh, tell uh, or uh, and can help to customize personalized experience. But you know, we we are living in the world when uh, people uh, uh, don't want to share their privacy data, and we have some scandals from mm -hmm. Facebook. Uh, I don't remember how many times, but Facebook uh, got the scandals and. Uh, uh today uh, we can see that uh apple iphone um uh, denied to share uh, privacy data uh, google decided to take away this privacy data from google chrome and because people uh, don't wanna to share this data mm -hmm. uh i think if people uh believe that this data uh, is used for the sake of personalized experience yeah perfectly fine but in most cases, uh, we don't want to share where we are, what we are doing and something like this because it's our privacy. Can you tell uh, how I, AI can help with that, especially if uh, uh, you can't get this data, if uh, platforms uh, disallow them, if uh, uh, Apple disallowed, Google disallowed. Uh, and yeah, I think uh, today we need to rely on AI even more without this data 
Yeah, that's a good question, you know, the data privacy, because even for AI to work, AI needs a lot of data, even for AI to work. Uh, so, um, obviously, adhering by all the laws, you know, it's very important. It's important to use AI in an ethical way, but it's also important that, uh, you know, to make sure that people data are, uh, you know, um, Put like you know use in a safe in a safe way and you know that you get like the the, the right to you know from the the user themselves you know to to share that material um i think it's it, it is a balance so there is a lot of things that company like google and you know that they can do to ensure that uh, all our data is properly used and properly protected and you know it's encrypted so uh, uh, no other hackers and you know kind of like uh, other security issues can happen with it but as consumers we need also to educate the consumer that there is also a benefit to share our own data so if I can get a guarantee from uh, a company that that will safeguard well my data. Then there is a benefit for me to uh, to share oh. that because that data will make my experience, my future experience, better. And mm -hmm. you know, if I'm uh, let's say kind of uh, ill and I need a treatment, but that treatment I need to know more information of what is happening in another country or with the, you know, the, the, you know, sometimes information can be uh, life-saving. So we, we all gain from information, but we have to uh, gain it in, uh, you know, a nice, safe, uh, safe way. There are also other companies who are even pushing further the boundary. They're trying to monetize the data. So giving incentive for people to share the, their data, you know, in terms of money. So there is if something uh, in return and you may say it's good or it's bad, but it's all uh, all uh, how it's it's done. You have to do it in a proper way. There are also regulation like GDPR in EU that is very thorough in terms of uh, data privacy, data bias and how all these things, you know, should be handled. Yeah, got it. Valuable. Uh, you know, I, I like your uh, nickname, my sentence. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very relevant <laughs> with your topic. And, you know, I found on your LinkedIn profile that you can help unlock full potential. Can you tell more how, uh, for example, if you uh, someone want to order uh, um, your, your services, how you uh, where you start? What you ask uh, to share, for example, some your uh, customers' preferences, mm -hmm. I don't know, goals, uh, uh, and how you can find this full potential? Yeah, thank you. So MindSenses is uh, the name of my company, MindSenses Global. So we are an AI uh, management consultancy. And as you said, Anatoly, the, uh, the main mission of the company is to help businesses apply AI. And the way we start, I believe that AI is a tool. So I never start the discussion with my clients uh, about AI. Say, so, okay, let's let's tell me about your problem. So what is the problem you are trying to solve? Are you trying to reduce costs? Are you trying to increase your margins? Are you going? Are you trying to improve your customer satisfaction? So let's see what are you trying to do. And then part of that, then bring AI as a tool. Mm -hmm. So, for example, if I have a client from the financial services and they never used AI, what we do, we uh, generally uh, conduct what we call uh, a strategy review. 
So we will do a review for them to show them how AI has been used in that sector. So for the, in this example, how AI has been used in the financial services. And then we will show them how they sit compared to their competitors in terms of how, you know, how AI is being used. We will also look at their data infrastructure and data, what kind of data you have, because for AI to be successful, the first step is you have to have data. So we will look at their uh, business processes the, the data infrastructure, we will look at their business strategy, and then based on that, we can then what uh, we call uh, draw or develop an AI uh, roadmap. So we tell them, you are here, you want to go there. So these are all the steps you want, you need to take. Yeah. So we always start with the mm -hmm. problem, and then we bring AI uh, as a tool. Yeah, got it. Yeah, you know, uh, I use the same approach. You know, <laughs> more uh, in uh, more about. data you provide for me, more uh, results you can get because yeah, yeah, I need this data. Okay, uh, you know, uh, when uh, I'm I'm reading about AI, I often find another uh, 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 about uh, machine learning. Can you tell for yeah. our audience what is the main difference between AI and machine learning? That's a very good uh, question because a lot of people, uh, you know, asking this question, getting confused. What is AI? What is machine learning? So just to make it very simple. So um, let's define, uh, well, tell what is AI. So AI is not, it's a field that is based on several disciplines. So you find mathematics, statistics, you know, uh, statistics, neuroscience, psychology, uh, there are a lot of fields coming together that are forming what is called AI. And the mm -hmm. purpose of AI is try to make intelligent machines that can make decisions. Now, machine learning is one subset of AI. Mm -hmm. Because in AI, you have both software and you have hardware. So on the hardware, you have like the AI chips, you have like the AI, you know, uh, like cars, the autonomous, you know, cars, but you also have the software. Most of this software runs on algorithms and those algorithms belong to the machine learning uh, field. So there are a lot of algorithms within machine learning doing what uh, we, uh, we mentioned, you know, doing the prediction, doing the... Uh, the associ association, trying to find relationship between this data, analyzing this data. So all this is being done by machine learning, which is just one subset of AI. And then uh, in addition to machine learning, you add to it uh, computer vision, image recognition, robotics, uh, driverless cars, and that, that makes it the big AI. Yeah, <laughs> got it. Uh, you know, um, I, I like to analyze uh, LinkedIn profiles, you know, and I found another thing that you can, uh, AI techniques can help with uh, investment decisions. You know, from my experience, uh, I made a lot of mistakes with my investment decisions. You know, <laughs> I I think that uh, I was bankrupt uh, in 2008 when uh, the world crisis destroyed my first business. Uh, I have a, a financial company and uh, I don't know. Uh, I think in 2008, I didn't know anything about AI. <laughs> I just uh, tried to uh, uh, to monetize my skills uh, with financial services. Uh, but uh, when uh, the Ukrainian government decided to disallow all banking uh, loans, uh, uh, yeah, um, 
Uh, I lost my business uh, because I help businesses to That's get these low allowances. Mm -hmm. uh, in 2013, I, um, uh, uh, I was bankrupt second times with my second business uh, after the Ukrainian revolution. But, you know, <laughs> uh, what I've done, I created a new business, launched a digital marketing agency, and today I'm growing, and uh, I think um, it's a good decision. But uh, can you tell about the investment? You know, for example, sometimes I have this additional money. Sometimes I want to jump in different games and I do it. Uh, but uh, uh, I think in 90% of uh, all investments, uh, people can't earn. Uh, they can even lose. Uh, I, I check out this data. And for example, um, um, I tried to earn with bitcoins but did it uh, <laughs> so too late mm. <laughs> i uh, tried uh, other investments uh, i couldn't tell that i'm good with that can you tell how ai can help me when i have this additional money to uh, make the right choice you know with uh, investment decisions yeah so obviously there is no uh, no tool or no methodology that can give you 100% guaranteed results. Of course. But there are definitely, I, I can help uh, in the decision process, especially if you are dealing with uncertainty. And I think that's the key is the uncertainty. So the power of AI to analyze a huge set of data, which just as human cannot do, it's you know it's very useful because you can use AI. So especially you know if you are if you are a company looking to invest for something for the next twenty years or for the next forty years, there is a lot of risk and uncertainty in that. You would like to have a better idea in terms of the, how the markets might move, how maybe the the cost can, you know the, the 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 cost may look like, the risk of the, the 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 projects. So using AI to try to kind of predict some of those risks. What is the risk of something happening and failing maybe, you know, uh, at a certain uh, hurdle? That's something that AI can do mm -hmm. in terms of the predictions. And then if then you can build some scenarios, so you can build with AI, you know, scenarios. So kind of like, you know, what is the likelihood of this type of scenario happening? what is uh, uh, the likelihood of another scenario happening, then if you can have that kind of like scenario building, that will then help you make a decision that will balance out your growth in the future. Uh, the traders, you know, uh, use uh, use algorithms, but as we know, increasingly, increasingly using AI to try to predict what, uh, you know, the markets and the stock markets are going to uh, do uh, in the future. Obviously, you don't always get it right, but it helps, you know, uh, making uh, an educated guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think uh, only Warren Buffett uh, has AI in his mind, you know, <laughs> because, uh, yeah, because uh, uh, I don't know how he, he can predict predict all these numbers and yeah to grow his business okay uh, uh let's talk about ai uh, how um, uh, newbies can start learning about ai what they need to do first uh, where they need to pay more attention and uh, which resources can you recommend uh, uh, are good for learning about ai yeah so um so I think it's good. So there are like two things that they need to think of. One is really think about your problem first. What mm -hmm. kind of problem or question you would like to use AI for? Once you know, you know the question or the area, then uh, it it helps to know a, a bit about AI. So try that like uh, a lot of. Um, 
uh, you know, kind of companies, including my senses, who offer uh, training and education. So they offer, uh, you know, we're not talking about like going and do master courses because that takes a lot of, uh, you know, money and uh, time. But maybe a one-day workshop or two-day workshop just to learn more about AI. There is also a lot of uh, stuff in the, you know, virtual, in the internet. Uh, you can use like tools like Coursera, where sometimes you can even, you know, subscribe yourself for a course to learn more about AI. So they're like also podcasts, you know, uh, people like me, you know, who go in different podcasts talking about AI, there are conferences about AI. So they're like a lot of uh, stuff, either, uh, uh, you know, attend a conference, listen to a podcast, uh, you can look at Coursera, you know, to get like a short course, or you can get like services like, uh, you know, so many companies like myself offers in terms of uh, AI training. But yeah, a lot of, uh, uh, you know, courses and material out there. Yeah. I also in LinkedIn, uh, I recently created a new, uh, uh, a brand new newsletter called AI for Business Leaders. And each week I take sector and talk about how AI has been applied for in that sector. And I show the positive and the negatives, uh, you know, in that. So uh, it's a recent newsletter. So the previous edition, I, uh, I talked about... Uh, um, financial services and healthcare. And then I will continue look, you know, looking at other sectors. So if people are interested, they can, you know, subscribe to, to the newsletter. But there are like, yeah, a lot of things out there. You know, it's the same with marketing. When someone mm -hmm. asked me how to learn digital marketing, I don't know, man. <laughs> a lot of resources. Just do it. You know, you, yeah. you can't be an expert just uh, to take uh, one course. You can uh, learn everything. Even uh, experts, uh, they prioritize their attention with something. Absolutely. You can know uh, all digital marketing. We have mm -hmm. SEO. SEO we can divide with on-page SEO, off-page SEO. On-page SEO we can divide with content creation, or, uh, user experience, uh, uh, technical SEO, off-page, many different types of link building, I don't know. And yeah, uh, it's better to be the best with one direction than... Uh, Jack of all trades, yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's the same before I just do it, just learn yeah, from different start, resources. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, my, my loving muffin, by the way, uh, I just go to Google, type, uh, for example, keyword digital marketing uh, yeah. and uh, tutorials, guides, uh, courses. I think uh, it's the same before I just use. Absolutely. Uh, yeah and uh, uh, read as maximum as possible read everything that you can uh, and yeah never stop learning because you can't be <laughs> i think only machines uh, no no machines can't know everything as well <laughs> but they can <laughs> they can count much better okay let's talk about um, uh, emotional part uh, i think yeah. um, um, ai can't uh, be a human uh, because of emotional stuff or uh in the future it will be changed you know like uh, in this movie i don't remember with will smith and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah when the robot uh, started to have these emotions what do you think about today and uh how you can predict the future about that <laughs> yeah so we are very far from that uh, will smith uh, movie but uh Actually, uh, the kind of uh, AI emotional kind of, uh, you know, uh, application right now we have is not kind of the machine being having emotion, but it's more about the machine being able to uh, read 
our emotions, which is very mm-hmm. helpful. So kind of like that application and some startups and companies that are training their AI model to detect uh, emotions so they can detect whether or know whether you know i'm happy or i'm sad you know maybe from my facial uh, facial you know uh, recognition and movement you know movement of my face but it's also um very useful if uh, you are dealing for example with mental health you know if machine can start kind of uh, being good at reading emotion you know it can detect whether uh, you know someone maybe going through, uh, you know, mental health issues. Uh, they're like um, other like illnesses like autism, you know, people who cannot really, you know, uh, um, how to say, you know, kind of like uh, verbalize, you know, their emotions. So they're like a very good application where AI can help uh, in that. But um, so this is kind of most of the progress is being made is in the uh, the machine able to read our emotion and help us with that uh, for the machine to have emotions themselves that's something very very, very you know beyond uh, this world uh, at this moment it stays in the science uh, fiction uh, right now because mm-hmm. you know for, mach- for machines to have emotions you, you know we are to- talking about the machines having to have consciousness consciousness and that's mm-hmm. something uh, you know very very uh, big and complex uh, to deal with yeah. No, at least not with the current tools uh, we have. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay, let's talk about technical aspect. For example, um, mm. if someone has the process, yes, uh, the machine, uh, engine <laughs> on a company, uh, and for example, uh, um, I have my CRM uh, tools that I like to use uh, and to process to speak with my clients. How can I uh, add? AI to this process. I mean, technical aspects. Uh, because uh, if I understand uh, AI, uh, I get data. Yes. And this data mm. will help me to uh, improve customer's experience uh, or something similar. Uh, how uh, that means uh, I just get data or I can use some uh, tools from AI to optimize the process that I have. Yeah, that's a very good question. So um, I think to get the most of AI, you know, you have to find a way to embed it or integrate it in your current process. So you cannot imagine a scenario where it's okay, uh, uh, we will give you to use AI, but forget about all what you have and you have to start from scratch. This is a very bad idea. So you have to start with what you currently have, you know, in terms of processes, infrastructure, and find ways where how you can plug AI. And for that, it could be, it depends what kind of problem, what kind of infrastructure you are uh, dealing with. So um, the the thing is to try to minimize disruption to your current way of doing and try to build on, on uh, what you have. I think what people, most of the clients find it useful is uh, being on the cloud. Mm-hmm. So if you are on the cloud, it is much easier to integrate AI compared if you haven't at all used the cloud for your business because there are a lot of like already available tools like uh, Amazon AI tools, like Google AI tools that are available in the, the, the cloud and you can, uh, you know, kind of link to them and, you know, find a way to, to make them work. So if you are in the cloud, you know, that, that's like a plus. If you are not, then you have to think kind of like uh, what uh, you know you need to, to, to do. But the idea is, you know, uh, 
to have a structure that is agile, so kind of a structure that is flexible in terms that kind of you can get like feed of data. You can analyze them either inside, uh, you know, your uh, your infrastructure, or you analyze them in the cloud outside of your infrastructure. But then you have to find the way then to bring the result, bring them back, you know, uh, you know, uh, into your process. And for that, you know, usually you need like data engineers, you know, the you know uh, people who deals with data inf infrastructure to make it uh, smooth uh, for you. But mm -hmm. yeah, it can be as easy or as complex. It all depends what is your current business and what is your current uh, setup. Mm -hmm. Got it. Got it. Uh, let's talk about testing. Uh, for example, uh, if I provide some marketing campaigns, I'm not sure it will bring results or not. Because uh, yeah, most campaigns can bring results. I need to test, to adapt, uh, to change something, to analyze mm -hmm. uh, what I can do uh, much better. And yeah, it's reality. Uh, what about AI? Uh, if I use AI, machines can understand everything <laughs> what to use. Or it's better to test uh, and analyze results as well. It's it's always good to test. Now, um, even... Um, even part of the AI development. So for example, when uh, like uh, an AI model is developed or an AI tool is developed, it has to go through training and testing. So even the machine doesn't get it uh, right the first time. So you give it like a training data, you train it like sometimes on the thousands, sometimes it could be on the millions of data to, to get to the point where kind of the machine starts to get it right. So it goes through a lot of training, a lot of like testing before, uh, you know, it goes into, uh, you know, implementation and, uh, you know, use. So there is a lot of training, uh, you know, uh, the, that goes apart, uh, you know, uh, uh, in the uh, AI side. So um, for that, you know, having previous experiences, so because you have tested your marketing strategy uh, you know, in the past, you can then use those previous strategies into the AI model. And then you see whether the AI model gives you kind of similar results to the, the one you had in the past or not. That's a way to uh, measure the accuracy rate of your AI model or your AI tool. How far does it get it either right or wrong from uh, what you, you currently uh, know from uh, past experiences? And that's how AI learns. It learns from the past. And understanding the past, then it uses its prediction power to predict the, the, the future. So uh, one good thing, it's like uh, what we call uh, a double-edged uh, double sword. So the very, the most powerful thing about AI is the prediction, is predicting, but uh, its model is predicting the future based on the past. So if you are dealing, uh, and most of the business will be okay with that, but if you are dealing with a scenario in the future that has never happened in the past, then AI will get into trouble because it can only predict based on the past experience. Mm -hmm. It cannot hmm. predict uh, on something that hasn't happened. I think it's only today <laughs> in the future. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> AI will be smarter, <laughs> I hope. <laughs> or not, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, it's interesting, you know, yeah, about that. Um, uh, I have the questions uh, about um, uh, creating content. Um, once I uh, listened to audio podcast uh, about AI as well, and uh, um, 
uh, the speaker proclaimed that AI can write text. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, <laughs> many writers, yeah. book offers <laughs> can, you know, they, they don't like something like this. But yeah, uh, uh, I uh, met a few tools that can help to optimize text. Uh, they can tell what you can write, how to, which keywords to use, how to improve mm. uh, experience. But uh, these tools uh, didn't write text. Uh, but uh, on this audio podcast, uh, uh, I got it that it's possible. Can you tell? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah, seriously. So, yeah, so um, AI write, can write. Uh, so it can write uh, paragraphs. It can uh, write uh, articles, I think. I'm not sure if it was right, but there was uh, a, a bit of news maybe six, nine months ago where kind of uh, uh, the Guardian was claiming that AI has written an article for them. For the Guardian uh, journal, um, we know that AI also can write poems. There is uh, a very famous uh, model which is called the GPT-3, which mm -hmm. is kind of the latest kind of model generation. And in there, you can uh, start a sentence. You start a sentence, and then the model will continue the sentence mm -hmm. for you. It can guess what you want to to write, or you can ask a question and it will respond to you. So there are like a lot of uh, tools that can uh, you know use AI to to write a paragraph or an article or something like that. But what so a lot of progress in that. What I would like to say is the, the AI we have right now. Yes, it can write, but it cannot understand what it is writing. That's the mm -hmm. bigger thing. Yeah. So it yeah. can write based on uh, because what uh, how it can write it will uh, it has analyzed the whole of the internet you know the whole of the Wikipedia you know kind of writing <laughs> and based based on what is written in the internet it can then write on the topics, mm -hmm. but it doesn't have yet the ability to understand what it is writing. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So the reason is still missing. Missing. Okay, I will I will read the first book uh, from AI offer. <laughs> yeah, uh, of course, and I, I need to find this article as well. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, and you can look up uh, GPT three. Mm -hmm. GPT three. Okay, I yeah. will. I will. And you know, it's interesting. Uh, I had uh, the discussion with my friend, and he told me why I need to learn uh, foreign languages. Uh, AI will do it <laughs> instead of me. Yeah. Even today, we can uh, use some applications. Just tell them the mm -hmm. translate. Uh, yeah. yeah. Interesting point. <laughs> uh, in the future, we can. Uh, uh, I don't know, teleport our mind into others and translate as well. Uh, okay. Okay. I have uh, the question about 2022. Your predictions, uh, what uh, AI will do it in the next year? Uh, how many companies will use it? And uh, why? Comp uh, and uh, yeah, and your recommendations about uh, uh, for companies that uh, are not sure to start or not uh, yeah just your insights about that yeah thank you so for uh 2022 so uh the acceleration of ai or what we call the adoption rate of ai will continue to increase we will see you know right now it's very difficult to find any sector that has either not applied 
or not thought of applying AI. Now AI is everywhere in finance, in uh, in health, in legal, in entertainment, uh, you know, in transport, in supply chain, procurement, marketing. So it will just keep kind of like going through, you know, different sectors of the economies. There are like two uh, themes for uh, 2022. Uh, One is uh, conversational AI. So we are talking more of uh, more intelligent chatbot. You know, a chatbot, you know, may not necessarily be AI because it only use like rule based, uh, you know, system. It doesn't use like learning and uh, AI systems, but conversational AI will uh, gain even more momentum, you know, in 2022. There will be more platforms and more competition in terms of, uh, you know, kind of speech recognition, conversational AI. Another theme is AI and uh, cybersecurity. So in the past, uh, AI has been seen as a threat to cybersecurity because hackers can use AI to portray themselves as being humans and, you know, hack the the system. But increasingly, uh, cybersecurity uh, experts will start using AI to try to detect those hackers and those security (laughs) issues even before they happen by analyzing millions of uh, you know websites ma- malwares uh, 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 and so on yeah in terms of advisors and recommendation for uh, businesses so the what we call the ai revo- revolution has started and it's really kind of increasing so you cannot afford just like to wait and see what is going to happen because one thing with ai that is not with the other technology is not something you can just plug and press a button and suddenly it's it's going to work yeah you will plug something but then you will have to train your people you have like to train you the workforce it you have to change the you know the, the your way of thinking you have to change the culture of the company it takes time to get the ai in the dna of the company so you have to start now you cannot afford to wait it may be too late uh, you know uh, vis-a-vis your uh, competitors and you know you don't have to start big you can start small you can start with ai education start by learning what is ai and how ai can help your business start kind of like you know networking with ai expert and seeing what kind of like tools are out there that can help you so you can start small uh, do some pilot projects and then you can then make them b- bigger and you you can embed them uh, you know and integrate them within your uh, business okay thanks a lot for all your insights it's valuable uh yeah uh, yeah i need to consider ai to think how i can adapt <laughs> in my company and yeah uh, and uh, i usually start from uh, learning more you know i just go to yeah. google if i want to submit something because even uh, from my experience i can get much higher results with customers who understand digital marketing if they understand yeah, yeah. it's it's simpler to get results if they don't understand and think that um, uh, digital marketers can uh, help uh, for everything they're magicians it's not the issue you know it's hard to do it that's why i'm mm-hmm. going to learn more about that thanks a lot uh, thanks for your time it's a big pleasure to learn from you uh, and uh, tell our audience how they can find you learn more about you follow you 
Thank you so much. I'm very, very pleased uh, you know, that I got to talk to you and uh, to your uh, audience. So many thanks for the invitation. Uh, people can uh, find me in LinkedIn. So under uh, you know, uh, Dr. Jamila Amimar, I'm the CEO and founder of MindSenses Global. You can follow us on my company, MindSenses Global. And uh, you know, if you want to learn about AI, please subscribe to my uh, newsletter uh, in uh, LinkedIn, which is called AI for Business Leaders. You can also follow me in Twitter at MindSenses. Okay, guys, you can find all these links in the description below. Listen us on Google, Apple, Spotify. Thanks a lot for your time. You know, yeah, you you you, you know your topic. You and I see you are passionate about that. You know, to share a lot of value with us. Uh, and thanks, guys, for listening and watching us. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.